am so happy with how this looks for the Rangers. We have a pitcher, Jack Leiter, and he is a dude. Athletic enough to get to any ball. And while I do think his hitting is worse than Derek Jeter, it's not that far off. So he reached double digits. The big question has been answered. <laughs> it just leaves it to where I don't believe that the Canadians had a shot. The steal of the draft is Will Taylor to the Texas Rangers in the 19th round after he signs with them. We'll see what happens during his career. It's important to keep his Scotty around, Chris Middleton. It's important to keep his Dennis Rodman, which I believe is like Drew Holiday, another important defender, a guy who's a team builder. And uh, maybe that's P.J. Tucker, I don't know, who's the Dennis Rodman of the team. I really don't like the Clippers just kind of sending it in when they're like, good job, Manfred. You won't get many of those for the rest of the year. And you can quote this on me. There is no way the Orioles or Red Sox make the playoffs this season. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, there's, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> You're not mentioning 2006. You can mention the other people. Not 2006. You already took your map shot. Well, it's also like you think, oh, just because I bought uh, the best soap doesn't mean your room's going to be clean. Just because you bought the best vacuum doesn't mean the floor is going to be not dirty. And then you have the Diamondbacks. And then Giants, I have them above the Rockies because I, I don't have a, any idea what the Rockies are doing. Sam Bennett's someone I really expected to be a better player. There will be a Rodgers playing for Green Bay, even though he may not be the quarterback. But uh, it's still unknown there. Austin is giving me the dead stare, so I guess don't mention Aaron Rodgers to him right now. Yeah, so we can compare uh, a rookie QB to a toddler. Corey Perry will give some veteran presence to the Canadians and to just help give some insights on what he did last year. I agree 100%, and the reason why I agree is because this is a terrible trade for the long term. What would you have said if I bet you a hundred bucks at the start of at the end of the round robin and start of the playoffs that the stars would be in the Stanley Cup playoffs or Stanley Cup finals? Hi, this is Kelly Forbes with the Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NHL opinions of the week, August 22nd. Um, make sure to check out episode 93 where we announced our change. Just a reminder, um, we're talking we're talking about a certain league and certain topics within that league. It's not a single topic about one league for each episode. So you can listen to these throughout the week to hear our thoughts on August 22nd. So we're in the off season the NHL right now. Last time we talked, we said 10 biggest off seasons. Um but we're going to talk about some signings and some signings that have not happened. And of course, let's start with Kaprizov. Someone, he did win the Calder, correct? So yeah, he beat out uh, Robertson. Well-deserved. But he has yet to sign with the Wild. And I want to know about this because then that could, that drastically affects, and that's probably going to, drastically affect your perception of the team and help us get points in our NHL rankings. Am I correct? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Kaprizov really, really does affect the Wilds' chances. Uh, that changes it from making the playoffs to not making the playoffs to the potential for a dark horse to the potential of a first pick. 
So <laughs> it's going to be interesting what happens. Uh, I really hope he does come back to the wild, a wild where a team that was pretty boring for the entirety of their existence since 03 when they made that run. But uh, now they're obviously on a stretch where they, uh, uh, with Kaprizov, they've been interesting. They were fun to watch against the Wild. I mean, not against the Wild, against Vegas. So, I mean, it's uh, it's very important to the future success of the team that they end up uh, signing Kaprizov. I know they signed Fiala not that long ago. That was a big step in the right direction. Today, they signed Jordy Ben. I'm sure you know that name. Uh, a guy who's on... I know he's on the Canucks recently. Was he still on the Canucks last year? I thought he got traded from the Canucks to the Jets. What? You're yeah, you're entirely right. You're entirely right. Yep. I remember him playing for the Canucks, obviously the Stars, uh obviously the Canadians, but uh yeah, that's right. He was on the Jets last year. Thinking about it now. Yep. But he did get signed to the Wild today. I saw that on the notification before we started recording. Um so I mean the Wild are making good moves and if they can sign Kaprizov, I feel like they'd be a great team. And they also made a big deal. I can't think of the second guy they cut. I know they cut Suter. Who's the other guy? It was Zach Parisi. Oh, I knew it was a P. And, like, because they wanted to be aggressive in the free agency and they want to save, like, cap room and stuff. So you make those cuts. And, like, that money's probably going to go to Kaprizov. And the main thing is a lot of people have been weary of getting KHL players or players that could be um, tricked or not tricked, but enticed to go over to the KHL like Kaprizov as that's a threat. And the KHL, possibly, they're negotiating with ESPN+. Plus. That could have a huge effect on just the rise of the KHL and arrival of the NHL and keep some great players like Kaprizov away. And Kaprizov did well in the playoffs, so they could really build on that success if he signs. But let's talk to a player that I know you think about um, you have thought about from Carolina. That is Dougie Hamilton, who signed with the Devils. Huge contract. What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, like you mentioned, very long, very uh, big monetarily contract, and I feel like the Devils could be a sleeper this year. Uh, because PK Subban can be back, not what he used to be, because he used to be one of the best defensemen in the league, and obviously he's not that now. But if he can be a capable defenseman with still some offensive upside, I feel like he really could. Uh, help the Devils into a chance. Now, they're in a hard division, and I really don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they're definitely going to be a dark horse. And I do think this sets a standard for all the signings. We saw the Seth, Seth Jones extension. We saw all the signings with Adam Larson, all these guys getting big extensions. So, uh, I mean, a lot of teams are noticing the value in defensemen. We've seen that with Victor Hedman and uh, Miro Heiskanen and John Klingberg during that one run in 2020 uh, when they met, obviously, in the – uh, Stanley Cup Finals, um, where defensemen really led the way. And I know the Lightning didn't have a goal by a defenseman until the Cup, but um, defensemen are getting their money's worth this uh, free agency, and it's really coming to show uh, where the league's moving towards. You mentioned Miro, right? Or no? Okay, I got you. Okay, my bad. And then a guy that's most likely going to get paid, I hope the Stars pay him, is Klingberg. Did you also mention that, or did I miss that? I, I mentioned Klingberg, but yeah, I didn't mention that he he's obviously close to a contract deal, and uh, I'm assuming they're going to extend him, even though he he's 30 now. Uh, yeah. Um, isn't Seth Jones 30 or older or younger? 
I thought Seth Jones was like 28, but I'll check that right now. I thought it was close. Okay. Um, and then, um, so that is very true is what you said. Um, but now I think we can move on into goalies um, and just the uncertainty surrounding them. Both of our teams are involved. Ben Bishop, Hadobin. Um, you have Ottinger, but then you also, you see the stars sign Holtby. But let's talk about your team first with Rask. How are you feeling about that? So I, I'd like to mention first that Seth Jones is 26. He turns 27 soon. Like he turns 27 really soon. But yeah, to go to Rask, uh, apparently they're already talking about a deal potentially for this season, but he, he'll be out until January at the very earliest. So I think Rask, he obviously has experience going to two cups. Um, he technically won a cup with the Bruins back in 2011, even though Tim Thomas ran the show then. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, whether or not he can come back. I, another big name on there that I know is on our list is Ben Bishop, another guy. Was played in the cup in 2015. Was on the stars in 2020. Um, Stanley Cup experience. Obviously, they lost to the Blackhawks back in 2015. He didn't end up winning a cup like Rask did when he didn't play in 2020. Uh, but uh, I mean, there's teams that really need a goalie, and uh, there's also teams stacked with goalies. And I think that's kind of why Vegas made a move, even though they only did it for cap space. But I feel like it's a really risky way to do it. Um, they. They cut the guy that they traded for uh, 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 Flurry. So they basically traded him for bag of air. I don't know. Literally nothing. Uh, and now Flurry is going to have an, a, I think, important season for Chicago is how many moves they made. And this is the last year on Flurry's contract. So we'll see if he decides to come back after. But especially if he ends with a cup here, or even though I don't think Chicago is in that contender tier yet. Um, they're close. And uh, um, it's going to be really interesting to see whether or not these older goaltenders uh, come through. Um, there's Grubauer, who signed with Seattle. There's Kemper, who signed with the Avalanche. Uh, obviously, Leonard now is put into a place where he's going to be the starter for Vegas. Um, Markstrom, who signed last year with Calgary, is going to have to come through and have a better season. So... There's a lot of goalie fluidity throughout this league right now. And we haven't mentioned Carey Price, a guy who was rumored to miss the whole season. That was around when he was left off the protected list. So it could have been some like, oh, he's injured, but might he might be able to come back. You don't know, given how his run happened and how he would like to follow that run back up to the Stanley Cup. Um, let's also talk about Corey Perry, a former teammate of Carey Price this past season. He lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning with the Stars. Then he loses to the Montreal Canadiens. And now he lost with the Montreal Canadiens to the Lightning. Yeah. But he's with those two teams that lost to the Lightning. Now he joins them. Um, and it's a good signing from the Lightning and something that they have to do given to their um given their cap situation um they have to sign some low-key guys but i'm just surprised cory perry is like yeah i'll join y'all he just doesn't want to beat him once what do you think he's trying to win another cup and i understand uh he gave it two tries he at least made it to a cup with dallas and was a premier player on that team even though he's not a star anymore like he was when he won the hard back in 2010 uh 
he's obviously won a cup back in 2011 to uh, 2007. I don't know why I said 11, 2007. And then the past two years, he's made it there and fallen just short. Um, it's a tough way to see a lot of these teams go out as I believe Montreal could have at least extended it to six games. They, I, I really do think they were the better team in game two. And the fact that they lost that game really hurt their chances throughout the series. And then the stars, that Jamie Ben phantom tripping call was the end of the series. It was two, two. And, uh, there was not a trip on a play and they said there was a trip and that spelled the end of the stars. In my opinion, that the fact that they scored during that, uh, penalty, no one would say the ball don't lie, but the puck definitely did. And so uh, we're talking about an entirely different universe if that penalty is never called. Maybe the Stars score, and then maybe they win game uh, six, like uh, game five like they did. No. Yeah, game five like they did. Uh, and then maybe they lose game six like they did, and then they go into a game seven where everything's on the table, and you never know how those were going to turn out. But, yeah, Corey Perry now joins the Tampa Bay Lightning trying to get a cup. Yeah, uh, maybe that storyline about Jimmy Ben is a potential uh, episode of What If. Have you heard about that show or no? Uh, no. It's good. It's good. But you got to watch all the other Disney Plus shows. Uh, just that will finish off our NHL opinions of the week. Just had to slip that in as I watched that yesterday. You should definitely get hooked on that. It's good. Um, anyone listening, uh, you can, you've definitely figured out I'm a huge Marvel nerd. So, and also sports nerd as well as Austin is a sports nerd, even though I don't think I've got you hooked on Marvel. Not yet. Right. Uh, I used to be a lot more into Marvel than I am now. Uh, they're going to have to do something to reel me back in, I guess, but they haven't done it yet. All right. I'll, I'll try to help you out with that. Well, We'll stop blabbering and we'll end this episode. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions. Mm-hmm.